Learn how to build your faith in God's Word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the Senior Pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. Tell him how good he is. Lord, we honor you. We honor you. We honor you. Thank you. We honor you over this nation. You will reign in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Because of our covenant with God, Nigeria is a blessed nation. Prophetically today we decree that all those in the corners already planning how they would mess up the future of this great country. We decree that God will put an end to their works in the name of Jesus. They will not leave to even see those opportunities in the name of Jesus. We decree that Nigeria shall be set free from them in the mighty name of Jesus. All those holding this nation ransom. All those putting this nation down. With the decree, judgment shall be upon them in the name of Jesus. The future of this country will be realized. The purpose of this great nation will be fulfilled. In the name of Jesus. Nigeria will be great again. God will raise young men and women of vision. God will raise young men and women of purpose. God will raise young men and women of passion that will change this nation. Thank you, Father. And Lord, we receive grace to play our own part. Whatever is our part in what you are doing, we receive grace to play it. Just like David changed the course of Israel, Lord, you will raise Davids in this house. People that will go into different sectors and change it. There are people here that will change the academic sector. There are people here that will change the finance sector. There are people here that will change the medical sector. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. We give you praise for this great country. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Come on, somebody, give the Lord a big hand. Glory to God. Shake somebody, hug them if they will allow you to hug them. Shake them, welcome them to church. Glory to God. Amen, amen. Somebody said, I like this church, then they hug. I will just be planning where I sit down from now. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. Um, today is part of our National Day service. And it's also Thanksgiving service, so I'm just going to preach for like 25 minutes. But I bring you a word from the Lord today because um, we live at a time when a lot of people feel discouraged, feel down, and all that. But you need to understand that your covenant or agreement is not with Nigeria, neither is it with any government. Your covenant is with God, and God always keeps his part. Are you here, somebody? That is the beauty of it. If you check every time you are frustrated, you are removing your focus from God. That's why. Every time you are depressed and frustrated is that you are looking at something that doesn't have the capacity to fulfill his promise. But if you put your eyes on God, God is faithful. 
Are you here, somebody? God is what? Faithful. Whatever he has declared or promised over your life, he is able to bring it to pass. Irrespective of any economy or any government, our God is good. And I prophesy over your life that that dream, that desire, that purpose, it will come to pass in the name of Jesus. God will even exceed your expectations in the mighty name of Jesus. So don't be down, don't be discouraged, don't give up. Keep pressing forward. Keep pressing forward. In the kingdom, we don't retreat. We don't surrender. And especially because you're a part of this house, we have a covenant of victory. Said as David never lost the battle. So will my walk with you be. It's not something we just coined up and created. It's not branding. It's covenant. It's what God said. I'm, I'm not smart enough to come up with that. At the time God told us that, I didn't even know enough of the Bible to know that David never lost the battle. I didn't know enough of the Bible to know that. It was after God told me, I began to check and I found out that David, with all the battles he fought, he never lost the battle. Whether it was with animals, whether it was an army, whether it was Philistines, whether it was Goliath, whether it was even Saul that was supposed to be on his side. Everybody that came against David went down for his sake. I decree today, anyone against you is going down for your sake in the name of Jesus. Anyone standing on the path of your victory, standing on the path of your success, standing on the path of your breakthrough, standing on the path of your advancement, I decree today, they go down for your sake in the name of Jesus. The covenant we have over this house, it will speak for you in the name of Jesus. In that place of business, God will fight for you. In that your office, God will fight for you. In the industry, God will fight for you. In the name of Jesus. So stand your ground. We are going nowhere. Are you here, somebody? You will keep making progress. It is the covenant we have as you have God. He said the path of a just man is a shining light. Shines brighter and brighter. Nothing is stopping you. I said nothing is stopping you. It might look like it's getting darker out there. But in your own house, it will be brighter and brighter. The Bible said the house of Saul was getting weaker and weaker. And it said the house of David was getting stronger and stronger. It's a covenant, not something we coined. It's not branding. It's a covenant. Are you here, somebody? He said there was darkness in Goshen, but there was still joy and light where the children of Israel were. Are you here, somebody? This season is when God will put a demarcation between those that serve him and those that serve him not. That's what he said in the Bible. There will be a clear demarcation. So when things are tough like this, is a clear demarcation from those that serve him and those that serve him not. For every child of God, that have been serving and working with God over the years. I decree this season is a season of harvest in the name of Jesus. Your harvest will come through. Now, the harvest is not only financial. Whatever it is you have been expecting and planting seeds towards and putting efforts towards, sending applications and proposals, I decree in this season you are getting good news in the name of Jesus. In this season, you are breaking forth in the name of Jesus. You will see things begin to move in your favor. You will see things begin to happen in your favor. Things you have given up on, God will revisit the case. 
I said the file will be reopened in your favor. In the name of Jesus. There's someone here, somebody high up is going to pick interest in your matter. Somebody high up is going to pick interest in your case. Just like Mordecai asked, the king woke up and said, what was done to this man that helped me? What was done? They said nothing. They opened the book of records and they found out that nothing was done for him. I told you throughout last month that God has book of records. I don't think God is a joker. He has book of records. Everything you have been doing, every service, every giving. He's seen it. So what has been done to this man? They said nothing. He said, we must do something. He said, the king could not, in that night, the king could not sleep. At the creed today, the people that are in a position to bless you, they will not sleep until they do it. They will not rest until they remember you. In the name of Jesus. Your husband's heart will be turned back towards you. Your husband will find you. In the name of Jesus. For the single man, you will find your wife. Your eyes will be open. Every man or woman going astray, God is ordering your step back in the name of Jesus. You will not miss your way. I say you will not miss your way. I speak peace to every home in a crisis. The God that defends will defend you. In the name of Jesus. You will find favor with your in-laws. You will find favor with those that matter. In the name of Jesus. For those going for any form of interviews this month, whether it's embassy interviews or job interviews or any kind of interviews, I decree God goes ahead of you in the name of Jesus. Strange acts will happen in your favor. Strange things will happen in your favor. In the name of Jesus. For every uncompleted project, I decree this year cannot end until you complete that project. I said this year will not end until you complete the project. What you have started at the beginning of the year, your hands will complete it before the end of the year. I said your hands will complete it before the end of the year. In the name of Jesus. I come against any sickness. Plaguing you or plaguing your household. I speak to every organ in your body. From today, it functions properly in the name of Jesus. I curse any disease from the roots. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. By the end of this service, you will find out you are totally healed. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke any cancer in the name of Jesus. I rebuke every diabetes in the name of Jesus. I rebuke every high blood pressure in the name of Jesus. I declare you are healed in the name of Jesus. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, you are healed in the name of Jesus. That asthma is cursed in the name of Jesus. You will begin to breathe properly. Your heart will function well. Your kidneys will function well. Your liver will function well. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 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 Come on, give the Lord a praise. Come on, give the Lord a praise. Glory to God. Woo! Glory, glory to God. Take your seat for one minute. First John chapter 5, verse 4. Wherever they have forgotten you, refuse to put your name. 
refuse to include you for something good, they will revisit the case. I said they will revisit the case. And they will compensate you. They will apologize for not including you in the first place. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. First John 5, 4. Today we're starting a series titled Winning. Winning. So I'm going to share the few things I know about winning. You are going to start enjoying a life of continuous victory. That's why God brought you here. We're a house of victory. So that David never lost the battle, so will his work be with us. So we're, 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 our core message in this church is victory. A life of victory. So that's why God brought you here, because you will start to win in every area of your life. And listen, it's possible to win in every area. That's how God did I'm not the one that wrote all those things. He said that David never lost the battle. So it's possible to win. Some people say, he's, uh, you know, he's there, he's, sometimes life is down, life is up. That's not for a covenant child of God. For you, it's up and up and up. It's better and better. It's brighter and brighter. It's from glory to glory. That's the Bible. It's not somebody, no, not just somebody sharing what they like. Are you here, somebody? So it will be ups and downs for you. You will keep excelling. There is a realm where you, you keep going from glory to glory. It keeps getting better and better. You don't go down. You never have a better last year. That will be your portion. First John 5, 4. Are you there? He said, for whatsoever is what? Born of God. Does what? Is there anybody here that is born of God? Hallelujah. If you're a born again Christian, you're born of God. That's what it means, actually, because you, you were born naturally before. That one, there was defeat. That one, there's ups and downs. That one, there's wahala. Then you have to come and be born again. Second one. Because that first one, it didn't just work out too well. I get what I'm saying, somebody. That first one, because what born you determines, you know, the, what happens to you. So, because they born you naturally first. You also inherited the natural problems of this life. So they said, no, 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 no. We don't want that for you. We have to burn you again. Because the only way we can correct what's happening to you is by how we burn you. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. A, why do, I ask people, why does a bird fly? A bird flies because it was made to fly. Not because it liked to fly. I get what I'm saying. Dog too would like to fly. Even me too, I would like to fly. But the problem started from how they burn me. As long as they burn me as human being, I cannot fly. So, if they want me to fly, what they have to do is they have to backtrack and burn me again. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So, that's what born again means. When the person that born you has already determined your destiny. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. From when they born you, your destiny is determined. If a dog born you, if you like vex more than that one, now back, you go to the back. There's no day, bingo, we vex and say, guy, how your day? No. Even if he wants to greet you, it's woo, woo, woo. It's with that. It, it can't go beyond how they burn it. I don't know if you're supposed to get what I'm saying. So that's why God said, look, the natural burning, they burn you, too many wahala. You are losing battles. You are facing too much. So let me burn you again. Myself. So that you will be like me. Does God lose a battle? Is God ever stranded? So that's why I burn you again now. Your potential, your capacity is now tied to me that burn you. That's what it means to be born again. So you have victory over sin. You, you don't, that, that's why when somebody says he's born again and he's still enjoying sin and living in sin, he has not really born, they're not born out, he has to, he's not born and well, he has to go again. Because when you are born well, you won't like sin. You can't be hugging sin. All kinds of things. Whatsoever is born of God does what they say. 
Now, so go back to that scripture. So what they're trying to say now, the last thing I tell us, some of the capacities and potentials of somebody born of God. See it here. They say, whatever is born of God does what? Before now, when you were born of man, the world would deal with you. What they mean by the world is all the challenges inside the world. When you are born by man, it's, you, are, you are limited or subject to those things. But now that they born you again, you are now above the circumstance. You can win. That's what they say. Whatever is born of God, overcome it, the world. They said this is the victory that overcome it, the world, even what? So we, we now have capacity. Not that the same challenges won't come. The same challenges will come. But they say now we have equipment, we have capacity, we have potential to now overcome it. Before we didn't have the potential. And if you get what I'm saying? So, when a bird is young, it already has the capacity and the potential to fly. It needs to learn how to fly, but it has the capacity. Human being, when a human being is born, it doesn't have the capacity. If you like, let it go to school of flying. If you push him out of the roof, he's going to go where? Down. Even if he has a PhD in flying. Because he doesn't have the capacity to fly. So when we come to church, we're just showing you your potential that you already have in God. That's all we do in church. To remind you. Are you here, somebody? To remind you that you can fly. Glory to God. You will overcome this month. I say you will overcome this month in the name of Jesus. Whatever is born of God. So as believers, we don't fight for victory, we fight from victory. We're already winners. We don't fight for victory, we fight from position of victory. So your attitude towards whatever you are facing must already be that you are a winner. Glory to God. And my main expectation today, because I have like 10 minutes left to share this, is that in this season, one of the things you must do to give you an attitude of victory, to give you that spirit of winning, one of the things you must do is to remember the past victories. You must constantly do that. One of the things that makes you depressed, see, depression or frustration and tiredness, because nowadays people are tired emotionally and mentally, not even just physically. When you keep saying, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, it's a bad sign. One of the things affecting many people is that they meditate on the problem instead of meditating on the promise. Yeah, meditate on the pro- Meditation will increase the size of anything in your mind. If somebody doesn't greet you, you see your friend on the road, he doesn't greet you, if you keep meditating on it, it will expand. Why didn't he greet me? Is it because of last month? It will keep expanding. Anything you meditate on expands. And now begins to color your reality. So many are meditating on, <laughs> on the problems of Nigeria. I've told you many times, I don't listen to those things again. No. Anyway, people are getting to talk about We all know the problem now. And if you focus on that, you keep losing hope. I don't know if you know what I'm saying. I don't know when last I watched Nigerian news. What are they going to say to me? Nigerian news? What can they ever say? That we are now increasing everybody's salary. It can't be good news. All breaking news is to break your heart. Have you ever had great breaking news that is good news before? All breaking news. And those news would be very happy when it's bad news. We have breaking news for you now. 13 people dead. That's what, that's what, that's what. All breaking news is the what? Break your heart. You already have good news in the Bible. 
Go and read this. Anytime you want to hear news. Are you hear somebody? Don't watch all those things. What are those different things? Keep, they keep making everybody tired. Stay. Meditate on, the, on, 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 on how good God is. On the past victories you have had. It's one of the secrets of victory. It's one of the secrets of winning. Since David never lost the battle, one of his secrets, let's look at one of David's secrets. First Samuel. I'm going to start rounding up many time now. First Samuel 17 from verse 32. David never lost the battle. We are talking about winning. David is the best guy to study when you're looking about winning and see one of his major secrets. First Samuel 17. This was where Goliath was threatening children of Israel for 40 days. He was insulting them for 40 days, abusing their father, their mother. Nobody could talk. They had a full army there. Nobody could raise their voice when they saw Goliath. Goliath was, was, was about 12, um, 10 to 12 foot tall. That's double of my height. So picture somebody double of my height. He, my height, he can't grab. Young people no, don't understand that slang. Old people, you understand, have you? If you're a millennial, don't worry. You don't know what grab is. But we old, <laughs> that's how we say somebody's buff. Double my height, conde buff. Muscle everywhere, grab. You know those people that don't wear shirts? And even when they wear shirts, whatever they wear, it doesn't look like shirts. Because their body, it gone with their whole body. Buff guy like this, double my height. Everybody ran away. But look at, let's go to verse 32. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Don't let your heart fail because of Nigeria's condition. Let no man's heart fail because of the bad government. Let no man's heart fail because of the bad economy. Let no man's heart fail because of the evil plans of people over this country. Look at it. So let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and what? Fight with this Philistine. I will deal with him. <laughs> See the next verse. So he will show us his reason for his confidence later. See the next verse. And Saul said to David, what? Ah, a model on Shia. Thou art unable to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For thou art what? But a youth or model. And he is what? A man of war, a champion for many years. For many years. See, eh? it's a change of season. Some people that have taught some positions and some levels where they are on permanently. In this season, God will displace them. So don't, don't be afraid though, that you are the underdog in your industry. It's a time for you to be the overdog. <laughs> you are taking over in the name of Jesus. You will take over. Some people have sat in that position as if it's their God-given right. I decree in this season. God will displace them in the name of Jesus. See what it says. He said, this guy has been there from his youth. He has been an experienced champion. See the next verse. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear. And took a lamb out of the flock. Next verse. And I went out after him. And smote him. And delivered it out of his mouth. And, I, and, he arro- and when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and what? Slapped his face. Now, lion, they talk so about so. And you know those days, lion, not be like this, a uh, kind of lion. We hunger the cat. When you see lion, you look like cat. Now you go, even they pity the lion, they give him food, they take, take bread, eat something. You have no idea. be the real lion. No? He's, he's not, but then he slapped him and slew him. Next verse. He says, Thy servant slew both what? The lion and the bear. 
and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. Hallelujah. Did you get that? His strength for future victory came from his focus on the past victory. He was meditating on God's goodness in the past to strengthen him to face the challenges to come. Has there been anything God has done for you at all in your whole life? Anything at all? Has there been any time God saw you through something? Or God rescued you? Or God healed you? Or God came through for you? If it has ever happened, I'm here to guarantee you to happen again. I said it will happen again. One of the attitudes of winning is remembering what God has done in the past. If if he has ever come through for you at a time you thought you wouldn't make it and you made it. If he has ever showed up, ever helped you, you can draw from that testimony to encourage yourself to face the next one. If you are going to win, you must remember God's goodness in the past. You, so you consciously sit down and meditate on it. Oh. If you see the way David drew this thing out, you know that it's something he has been meditating on. It didn't just occur to him today. It's something he understood that the same God that saw me through the lion, saw me through the bear. These are things that should have killed me. If it didn't kill me, there's nothing ahead of me that can kill me. When you needed that money badly and it came through. So why are you worried about the capital you need now? It will come through also. It will come through. Hallelujah. That one might have been smaller, but it's just a sign that the same God that did that one can do this one. Remember when you needed admission badly, you didn't know how you were going to get it, but God came through. When you almost failed in school, but God came through. When you almost didn't get the job, but God came through. When you almost didn't get married, but God came through. When you almost didn't have a child, but God came through. There must be something in your past that you can remember that God came through for you for. And if he did it then, he will do it again. I said he will do it again. Draw from that victory. Jesus told them in Mark chapter 6, verse 52, he said, you remember, they remembered not the miracle of the loaves because of the hardness of their heart. See, he was saying, why are you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't know who you are talking to? You don't remember that I multiplied loaves? Say, for they considered not the miracle of the loaves. For their heart was what? Hearted. So don't be hardened though. Be flexible with God. Remember he has done many things before. We are the major uh, point in our, in our own church. We are doing a major project that is bigger than us, logically speaking. Naturally speaking, it's bigger than us. But that's what happens. Goliath was naturally bigger than David. And we remember we have gone through this phase many times. For those of you that are new, in case you don't know, this is not the first time we're doing a big project bigger than us. All our projects have always been like this. It didn't look like it made sense. When we're buying this land where this where we are having this service now, it was 90 million that time. My brother, 90 million was like 90 billion. Because we were, we were way smaller than this, both in status and in number. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. That was over 10 years ago. <laughs> Jethro, I'm, I'm, how long have you guys been married? Eight years. So, Minister Jethro was not married then. Your wedding, okay, your, their wedding was the first in this auditorium. So, <laughs> somebody got what I'm saying? Stand up, stand up, two of you, stand. So, this couple here, their wedding was the first here. When we when we they, they were both there when we were using jambes. They were not married then. 
This is 10 years after. How many children do you have now? Three. <laughs> three. So they, get, they go wedded here. They already have three children. So that's when we bought it. It was 90 million. I mean, I mean, you can imagine the amount of career advancement that have happened in 10 years in their life. So they were not anywhere near this size that time. You can sit down, guys. They were not anywhere this size. So we, we were not this number in, in, in population and we're not even at this level. So 90 million was like 90 billion then. It didn't make any sense to even be thinking of... In fact, we were still struggling to pay our rent. Our rent then was uh, about 550,000 per month in Jambes for all the services we used to have midweek, Sunday, LDM, everything. What's happened as well? We, were, we, were man- we didn't have it. So imagine moving from where you, you can't pay your rent comfortably to saying you want to go and buy land of 90 million. You can't pay 500k a month. That's a whole month put together or not a day. A whole month you can't raise 500k. Then your idea is to go and buy something of 90 million naira. It didn't make sense. But we've been here for 10 years. God has been. It came through. <laughs> it came through. You must remember, you, you are the one that will consciously remember what God has done before. So that you strengthen it for your heart for what's remaining. Because what's remaining looks impossible. It's not impossible if you remember where you're coming from. And if you get what I'm saying. Where you are living now, there's a time you could never live there. So don't be worried about the next place you are going. You will surely get there. <laughs> Same thing with the island church then. They were charging us 500k per service. In a small hall in civic center. The hall wasn't maybe double of this altar. Very small place. He used to pay me then because I didn't want service to end. Because every time service had finished, 500k has gone. So let's stay there forever. Our money is still there. 500k per use. <laughs> we were struggling to pay it. It's not easy to pay for every service. Ah, we didn't have that kind of money. We started by faith. I get what I'm saying. It was God that pushed me to even start. Because when they were looking for a place to use, they found the place. They charged us first one million naira per use. I wanted to run when they charge us. Then somebody in the island church said, okay, he'll pay for the first meeting we'll have. Mistake. Because as he pay, God used that to push us to start. So we started, but of course, he's not going to be paying forever. So after he pay, he left. He moved back. <laughs> so by the time we finished the negotiation, we came to 500 per service. Every Sunday. We were struggling to pay that one. And idea came. Let's buy land. How can you be struggling to pay 500k and buying land in the same island is the solution? Not inside forest though. But can you imagine if we didn't buy that property now? Can you imagine how much our rent will be by now? Can you imagine what the rent will be by now? Do you know the value? So the property, about 400 million. That's what it was. So we, we have seen this thing happen many times when, when God has spoken to us to do things that doesn't make sense and it comes through. So now we're here. Now we're moving to a place that is one point something billion. Billion. One point. It, I, I try not to meditate on the figure. It's annoying. It will scare you. Don't think about the problem. Think about how good your God is. Hallelujah. Meditate on God's goodness. That's how to be strengthened to face the battle. That's why David looked at Goliath as a small dude. He said, I remember the lion and the bear. So he's a small dude. Are you here, somebody? So this, this, this Philistine too will go down. This Goliath too will go down. And many of you, are, you have the privilege of being a part of it. Of seeing it happen live. Can you imagine how nice it would have been to watch Goliath, David kill Goliath? 
That would have been so nice, have you? To watch it live. You, you are here now watching it live. That's why we encourage everybody to be a part of that project. Give towards, stretch yourself, it's okay. See, when you stretch yourself, you won't come back down again. Some people don't understand. When you stretch yourself to say, I'm going to give one million, I'm going to give ten million, you will never, the way the things of spirit work, you will never come down again. You will remain at that capacity. It's the same way we do exercise. When you do muscle building, the way to build your muscle is to carry something bigger than your muscle. Some people don't know. That's what happens. When you see people that have, you know, they call Akbobi. You know Akbobi? People that grab, <laughs> that have big chest or big hand. Do you know how they do it? They carry weights bigger than their hand. When you carry weights bigger than your normal muscle, your muscle will say, ah, you want to kill us? This weight is too much. And your muscle will now expand to carry it. So that's how it swells. And people call it muscle. But your muscle went through stretching to accommodate the new weight. That's how you somebody. So if you want to have financial muscle, once in a while, you need to carry something bigger than your present size. And you will never come down below that again. This person said, we got an apartment. She, she and her fiancé are about to get married. They are engaged, about to get married. So we got an apartment, furnished it without touching the savings we set aside for that. He said, God used his cousin to pay two-third of the rent and gave us some furniture. He said, I honestly can't explain how we furnished the house without touching the savings. But every time we wanted to do something, he would say, let's liquidate some of our former funds. And then the next minute, he would say... Let's wait and see how tomorrow goes. And by the end of tomorrow, it will be all sorted. He said, it's a huge testimony. We then took part of the savings and sold towards the church project. He says, I got a new job. She said, so I've been believing God for a new job because working with a big four is very stressful. So some weeks ago, my former employer called me to come back and head the finance department, which I left some years ago. He said, I was shocked because it's not a job for my level. It's a management level job, finance manager. He said, for me to get that, to that level would take about 10 years in my career. But I'm achieving this in just five years. <laughs> and he says, and the pay is more than twice what I currently earn. More than twice. He said, when we got, to the, when we got the apartment, I was worried that the place was far from my work. But now, because of my new work, is perfect with the new job. So he said, God has a plan. He said, this happened two days after you told me to stop worrying and focus on God's word. I just want to thank God for this because it can only be him. I've also noticed a trend since we started sowing towards the church building project. He said, usually around August to the end of the year is testimonies upon testimonies. He said, this is like the second year in a row that is happening. He said, I remembered what you always say. Sow your seed at the beginning of the year so that by the same year, you will also reap your harvest. Are you getting that? It's a culture we teach here. Beginning of the year, so well, well. So that before the, that same, you probably say Isaac planted in that year and he reaped what? In the same year. You can't impregnate your wife by October and you want to still have the child in October. But if you pregnant her in January or February or March, you can still born the beginning this year. You don't understand. Don't worry, when you understand, you understand. <laughs> You will understand it later. Let me read on that one for you. There are many, so are you here, somebody? <laughs> okay. It says, it says, good evening, Pastor K. How are you? He said, I recently received my new international job offer, which I had discussed with you a few weeks ago. He said, and I printed a copy for you to bless. 
He said, God is indeed faithful. I have cried, danced, praised him for showing up miraculously in my case. I did not apply for this role abroad. I do not know anyone in the company. I didn't even meet the full eligibility criteria. But somehow, God favored me amongst all the other foreign candidates. So this job is an essential job that people apply for everywhere in the world. Say, God promoted me even when my current employers did not promote me in spite of my diligence. He said, God gave me this senior leader director level role overseeing projects across 40 countries. <laughs> this is a lady, it's a lady like this. Very, she's not tall at all, just cute lady. <laughs> So, in 40 countries. He said, this, the remuneration is 10 times my current salary. 10 times. He said, and it's six digits in foreign currency. <laughs> I will still read it to you, the, what the figure is. He said, the benefits include a brand new car of my choice, monetized as renewable every year, business class air tickets all over my oversight countries. He said, work permit for me and my spouse, child care coverage, Tuition embossment for my choice of any PGD program. <laughs> Relocation allowance of 10,000 pounds. 10,000 pounds. Said exclusive of other relocation support benefits. As if that's not enough, I, got, I get a free uh, accommodation in central London. All right? It says, we get to live in London and US intermittently. <laughs> there are other several fringe benefits attached to the role. And all that. He said, um, I still feel unqualified and I'm wondering if it's a dream. He said, I just want to say thank you for your prophetic declarations, your teachings, and genuine love for people. He said, the grace upon DCC has really transformed our lives. He said, I thank you for obeying God's call over your life. Thank you for your teachings. <laughs> Wait, nah. there's no time. Oh. My people are angry for time. So let's leave the clapping till later. He said, um, uh, 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 the, the grace upon this is actually transformed my life. And I thank you for being God covered. Thank you for your teachings on tithing, sacrificial seed sowing, work ethics, studying God's word, and all your prayers over us since we joined DCC at Rochester Gardens. This couple joined in Rochester Gardens. Now I'm telling you, we have, we have a history. We didn't just appear. Do you know Rochester Gardens? So if you don't know what Rochester Gardens is, don't worry. Go and buy the 50, our 20 years anniversary book. You will get all our gist there. He said, um, I'm not sure if my testimony... You, okay, she said, um, my annual bonus... Listen now, she's giving me figures now. My annual bonus is 17,000 pounds. Annual bonus. Bonus, not salary. 17,000 pounds. He said, my monthly salary is 7,500 pounds. He said, and every year I get 8,000 pounds for, for, for a new ride, all right, for a car. Most important is that I did not apply for this job and it came at a time when I was not promoted at my current place of work. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm running. There are many. There are many. On that one, this one says, that period, because I'm reading these testimonies, just in case somebody is saying, but I don't remember any testimony in my own life. That it, I'm giving you ammunition. You can also use other people's testimony. If you don't have anyone in your life, you can say, God, you did it for so and so. You are the same God. It's the same God. Okay, that period, this, this is a businessman saying, that period, my car was seized by Nigerian customs. They claimed customs documents were fake. He said, I was forced to evacuate a car, a car lot I just paid for. It was a terrible period. 
all at the same time. So after I sowed my seed, all these people, I didn't solicit them. I didn't ask them. They don't want to send their testimonies. So don't come and look at me. God is blessing people. We can be, we can be, we can be busy looking at government. Why people here are focusing on God and getting their lives moving forward. Don't wait for government. We have stopped looking at their face since. Somebody said, they don't even know. They, 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 okay. <laughs> I've stopped looking at human beings since. Though. See people, human beings like you in the same church, in the same country. Because I know your problem is in Nigeria. These are us people. They're all in Nigeria here with you. He said, um, I was forced to evacuate the car lot I paid for. All this happened in the same So after I sold my seed, I told God I have done my part. And just the next morning, my car was released with an apology. He said, this is uncommon with customs. If you have done anything in Nigeria, any law enforcement in Nigeria, they return it to the apology. <laughs> he said, and, um, and all that. He said, um, and, and the exact new place I chose has been given to me. We have moved in with seven cars presently. That's the, he got a new car lot for his business. Praise God. Let me read one more. Two more. Two more. Two more. Two more. Don't be angry, everybody. Look, today, let me just read it. Abby? Don't, don't worry. Next second service will they wait. They came late anyway. They should wait. She said, this one said, I've been in business for some year now. He said, I have grown over the years, but it's nothing like this. He said, God is telling me he's not done yet. He said, uh, I've, I've been selling certain items, but I've never gotten this kind of order or breakthrough. He said, from a steady 20,000 naira weekly, I believe profit, from a steady 20,000 naira weekly, I have just upped to a steady 800,000 monthly profits. 800,000 monthly profits. From 20k weekly, which is like 80k monthly, to 800k monthly profit per month. He said, I got a contract to supply a company with a particular product. I started supplying. Now I can meet their demand without hassles. I just signed their vendor supplier form. He said, the windows of heaven surely opened when I stepped out to pledge funds that I didn't even have at the time. She came out to pledge. She didn't even have money. She came out to pledge. He said, I started to pay in gradually. He said, the more I paid, the more opportunities opened. I've been sewing for the church project for a year now. He said, but the past two weeks has been a new dispensation. He said, surely things have changed and all are still changing. He said, and, and they are still changing. Thank you for your prayers and the opportunity you have given me to sow. He said, I can't contain myself. He said, I, look, I looked and everything. Let me go. She said, I pledged to sow 500,000 by October. He said, also in both departments, in the two departments, I pledge to sow 110,000. He said, by the reason of this upgrade, I'll be able to do all that. Hallelujah. I thought you put your hands together. <laughs> Praise God. The last one is not a financial testimony, but it's still a good testimony. Let me read it as fast as I can. There's a guy called Lucky. I don't want to mention his last name. He was a young teenager who had no hopes of a future. Because of his background, because of his background and, and all that, despite his dreams. So regardless, he didn't sit on his arms. As an A student, he leveraged his biggest asset, his mind, to fend for himself and support his family. He built a clientele for student lessons and taught part-time. He soon came in contact with DCC, where he and his sister immediately joined Davis Army. So they are teenagers. They joined Davis Army, our teenage church. He said, and started serving dutifully through his mom, who is a member of the church and all that. He said he immediately stood out for always having bright ideas for different programs, following through on execution. 
He scored 275 in his first jam, but was scammed and given fake admission. Funds were extremely scarce, so he taught at lessons to raise funds for the next jam, where he scored 325. He said he gained admission into ABU Zaria to study medicine. He said he sought out mentorship and guidance from Davis Army Generals on how to take his dreams to reality because he couldn't afford to pay the fees. So he was advised to apply for DCC scholarship. Just in case some clowns here don't know, we have always been given scholarship. Not, it's not something we started this year or last year because people think we must always come and line up everybody we give money to as a church. We don't do like that in this church, except you are new. Here, we don't do that. Um, let me continue. He says, so he, he applied for the scholarship and he got it. He said, um, he is currently top of the head of admin of his class, a position that is earned due to academic and administrative competence. He's an A student and a member of the Medical Students Fellowship on campus. Can you show me the results? See this? I want you to see the, the results of this boy. You can see it's all A's. Can you see the A's just lining up like that? All A's. Yeah. He's all A student. And ordinarily he was struggling with with paying his fees, but thank God for um, the scholarship fund we have here. Um, and, and just to say this, this is not the only student DCC sponsors in university. We have many students in university. There are, in fact, two particular of the students we have in university that DCC sponsors. They, we started, they, they've been on scholarship since they were in primary school. You know how many years that will be? If, if the people are in university today, we started, they, they, they were enrolled for our scholarship from church since they were in primary school. They are in university today. So we are not that kind of church. Just because we are talking about project doesn't mean we are not just human beings. Because as Buddha say, everything is project. We are not developed people. So you, t- you want me to line up widows. You see, you, when you see those kind of churches, they are scam churches. I don't have to line a widow and, put, and they will carry a bag of rice on their head and line up here. We don't do like that. We don't, we don't behave like that. But we have been a church that have been investing in people forever. You can't even do ministry without... Ministry is people. It's just that sometimes we also need projects because we need space to put people. If we didn't have this land now, we won't all be here. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. So just in case there's a clown around you saying, when did they invest in people? Tell him to come to church office and come and walk. Sort of going about talking rubbish. So do you love your church? Let's welcome my beautiful wife. Ah, you don't want to talk about this. Okay. (laughs) Praise God. So if you have not given for the project, please let's give. We need to move. This place is getting crampy. It's getting tight. We need to move seriously. Then um, we're starting Daniel fast tomorrow. How many of you know? We're starting Daniel. Daniel fast is a fast. It's a good fast because it helps both your spirit and also your body. It will help keep you in shape. They will talk tomorrow about it. Let's, let's put our hands together for this as they continue. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org Davids Christian Center, home of victorious people.